0: This is Money Line.
1: This is Money Line on ESPN 97.5 and on
0: ESPN 92.5.
1: Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, Studios. here's Jerry Bo and Josh Jordan. Nice, camera action.
2: Hello world, welcome into Moneyline. It's a beautiful Sunday. It might be a little lonely Sunday because something's missing. Your companion, your right hand man, your wheels to the motion, whatever you want to call it. Football is in the rear view, but we are here and accounted for. That's Josh Jordan at Josh Jordan 97.5, which is where you can find him on Twitter. What's up, Josh?
3: Hey, what's going on, bud? Happy Sunday, man. Happy little- offseason, man. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm dreading this, right? No football.
2: I just pictured you just walking in with the pads, just put them down, turning yeah. them in like like middle school when they make you ret- return the uh, the equipment. It wasn't yours. Yep. So you go return it. And they check you off the list. and You take that walk back. You look back at the locker and you say, I'll see you next year. That's what we're feeling today. Hopefully you don't have the blues that bad. And hopefully we can get you because, you know, I'm going to have some little bit of basketball, some soccer going on. I got some big soccer, actually. Hopefully we can get you on some, some winning sides. And before we get to that, my man behind the glass, Sean Mapes, keeping us in check for the next few hours. If you want to call us, Texas, 713-780-3776, or you can tweet us at Moneyline975. That's, man, it just we only get to talk to you guys one time a week. So it seems like by now you've probably been beat over the head with the Super Bowl recap. But we haven't got to recap it with you because a lot, a lot has happened. And uh, where do we even start? We, do we start with Josh's bet that he was on? He was head on four and a half. No sweat. No
3: sweat. You felt, felt good yeah, no matter what good. happened. Yep, whole game. I felt pretty good. and it, Bengals could have won that game. It was close.
2: Okay, so let's start there. Knowing that your ticket was good no matter what, even if the Rams scored a touchdown during that last drive, did you want the Rams to win it? knowing that your ticket was going to cash regardless or did you say you know what let the Bengals win it that'd be real cool who who deserved it in your eyes
3: well for me i i had a gambling interest in that i was on the team total for the Bengals over <laughs> so i was hoping that they would just get me a, what was it, a half point and i it, missed that by so yeah but luckily my my biggest ticket was on plus four and a half the the total for the Bengals, which was a much smaller bet so that worked out for me but i was still hoping to cash both those tickets
2: no i i think uh Overall, I gave up, put my, your name on it, Rams minus three first half, and then they had that bot snap. Mm-hmm. You, you remember yeah. that? I I thought, and that was at the beginning of the second quarter. I thought, man, I'm for sure going to get another chance to score, right? Wrong. And you saw how that game played out, and it, it got scary there. Now, my question, let's start with refereeing. Do you think the referees had... Maybe didn't do enough in the biggest plays of the game. One starting with the Higgins play. Do you think that that was
3: offensive pi or not? I mean, yeah, the the one on where he pulled his face mask, the touchdown that really, yeah, the one on the left sideline. It was. uh, We we saw it on both sides, though, right? Because you know Jalen Ramsey held Higgins in the end zone on that first touchdown that got dropped. So and they didn't throw a flag on that one. So I, I think it kind of balanced out. But at, at the end of the game, I, I do think it got a little ticky-tack. But, of course, it's hard when you're rooting for a bet to you know be like, am I being fair? Uh, you know what you I mean? You don't even care. You yeah. just turn your head. Yeah.
2: But one thing you can't turn your head at is Eli Apple. No oh, man. Especially after he ran his mouth after that Chiefs game, after he started tagging Nicole Hardman and company saying, hey, I'm going to buy you all tickets to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then on that last drive, could he have been? He couldn't have been any worse. He kept getting burnt. Then he had the penalties. And then on the Cooper Cup touchdown, he never even turned. He never even knew the ball was coming. Nope. After he ran his mouth like that. Do you blame that though on, as a coordinator, you know that last drive, you saw Cup got the ball over and over. The no look pass from Stafford, one of the best. Yeah. I saw the 4K angle. They have some crazy camera angle that came out a few days ago, and you look at it, and it's just insane. Yeah, that no look was beautiful. He had to no look it because the defender was in front, and then the one behind, he had to no look it to make the defender think he was going to the right, and he put it to the little crease right there in the left. Still, you ask yourself, does Cooper Cup deserve MVP, or would you
3: give it to maybe Aaron Donald? I'm fine with Cooper Cup doing it. And, you know, as far as Eli Apple, like, Cooper Cup has been doing this to people every game all year. Do
2: you double them there, though? Like, hey, you know what? Everyone's beating us. No, there's no Beckham. You
3: should. Yeah. I And mean, we saw with the the Buccaneers game, you know, when Tom came back and tied it. And then Cooper Cup got loose down the middle of the field. On single coverage single again. Single coverage again. As a
2: defensive coordinator, that's one thing. Right, like, you go out there and you say, hey, we're not going to let that guy yeah, beat us.
3: let somebody else beat
2: it." And Odell was out of the game. Out of the game. So that's... If anybody else beat us, the, the run game wasn't going anywhere. Cubs could have beat you. Time's up against them. Let's make it happen. Rams hadn't scored in God knows long. Hey, they couldn't even move the ball. Yeah. It was done. Do you agree with those ticky-tacky calls at the end on the Bengals that got caught against the Bengals? Or are you just, you know what, both ways?
3: I, I mean, I had an issue with it because it, they weren't calling that throughout the game. You know, the last drive of the game, they start throwing, you know, defensive holding penalties. Over and over. Yeah, over and over again. And, you know, the Rams are the favorite. You know, it got a, you're like, huh, I see where this is going. But you know what? Burrow got the ball back. He had a chance. They didn't get it done. And and they were not good on their last few drives. So, you know, Rams won. I give them credit.
2: And the reason I asked, do you think Cup should have had it? It's because rel- relatively quiet, but then he made the plays one. And then now, after it comes out, I didn't know that the voting for the MVP was before the two-minute warning.
3: Yeah, and it's been like that for years. Yeah. They have to put the votes in ahead of time.
2: So, again, if you're not familiar with the rule, the votes for the MVP, they have to be put in before the two-minute warning. Granted, if not, it'd be a mess trying to get it done in the commotion of the game just ending. How do you get that done in time, tallied up right? Okay, I understand. But then I also don't understand what if a lot a lot can happen in those last two minutes. So it's kind of I, I don't know how you get past it. Change yeah. it back. Maybe maybe delay the uh, celebration. You know the actual handing to the Super Bowl trophy over in the MVP for five minutes. Let's get this yeah. handled. But
3: those last two minutes were crucial. That they were. You know, but I did, If it would have been somebody else, I might have had a problem with it. But Cooper Cup. I mean, he's the reason they are there. He's the reason they won.
2: Let me give you this scenario, though, okay? At the two-minute warning, they gave it to Cup. But what if Joe Burrow goes down there and gets a touchdown in the craziest drive ever? What do they do?
3: (laughs) See what I'm saying? And then the Bengals win the game and Cooper Cup gets the MVP. That's what I'm saying. If you see
2: see that play, you see Jalen Ramsey fail. If Aaron Donald doesn't get there, he gives him maybe two and a half, two seconds, which is a lot in the pocket, I know. Yeah, But if he gets enough time to be able to roll out, granted, again, Burrow was hurt. Mm -hmm. But what happens if he gets that ball off and it's a touchdown? Oh, hell. Oh, hell breaks loose. (laughs) That could be a disaster. I I get your point. That's the only thing to me. It's like, man, what was going to happen there? Because that game was nowhere sealed up. It was nowhere locked up. What if a field goal goes down? What if Money Matt goes down there, ties it up, they go to overtime, and he hits another one from 50? Yeah, you gotta give
3: it to him. No, I'm with you, it, and it's been like this for like 30 years or something. <laughs> you know, you'd think they'd get around it. We have technology now. I mean, you and I can pull up our My Bookie account and make live bets, but they can't put in their MVP vote after the game.
2: Well, Flimsy Cherry says I'm sure they could change the MVP. No, no that, that's the that's what been the talk is. It, it, of Dan Patrick came out and talked, spoke about it in debt, and said there's a the problem. There's a once you turn it in. How do you, I mean, what are you going to do? Tell everybody, no, 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 let's revoke. Just kidding. Yeah. It's just just the way it's broken down. I hate it. I hate it quite a bit because, and I, again, I wasn't, I didn't even really stop to think about the sequence in which it goes down. You figured, man, those last two minutes, a lot have gone down. For example, how did Edelman get it? I'm, I got to go back and look at what time in the clock did Edelman get that touchdown when he got it? Mm-hmm. Was that before the two minute warning? How did that go down? I don't know. It seems like it was later in the game after the two-minute warning.
3: It does. That was a lot of beer ago. It, it was a lot of beer ago. I was I was there for that one. I wonder if all, he, like he got it maybe just purely off that incredible catch. You know what I mean? The one that was kind of deflected and it swung the game. Exactly. Yeah, And
2: that was before. That was on that drive getting it going. You're yeah. right. You're right. And I believe that was right before the two-minute warning because then they went and you, all you kept thinking about was, oh, my gosh, that was it. That's the play. I can't
3: believe he caught it Magic. Yeah. Here comes Tom. I, I'm like, I swear that ball hit the ground. But you look close. You're like, no. No, you're he right. caught it.
2: I think that's the way it went down. Hey, good morning to everyone. Alex Villanueva, flimsy cherries in the house. Uh, king of Twitch, uh, evil Hojo. First one in the house. Eva Hojo, round of applause to the best money liner of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you for showing up. Drive home safely. Yes. But what do you do with a, what are you going to do today? Go to Sears, paint the garage, (laughs) change a ceiling fan,
3: Home Depot, Bed Bath
2: Beyond. Like, I don't know. How crazy are you going to get? Because it's lonely. It gets lonely out there. And now you start thinking, what the hell? You woke up today and you thought, man, what the hell am I going to do? What in the hell? He says, uh, Flimsy Cherry says he's betting NASCAR. Ooh.
3: I
0: mean, if you you got to get your degenerate on, you got to get it on.
2: What is your Sunday looking like, my man Sean
0: Mapes? A big old nap right after mm. this. Maybe big some, old nap. Maybe some jersey mics, too. There you
3: go. Golf season. Yeah, Sunday's a good day for napping. It's golf season. It's golf season.
2: It's NASCAR season. Fire them up. I hope you can hear the intensity in my voice. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: Home for sports is ESPN 975 You are listening to Moneyline On ESPN 97.5.
0: And on ESPN 92.5.
1: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joey Bowe and Josh Jordan.
2: Flimsy Cherry says, I bet Jalen Green to win the dunk contest last night. Oops. Oops is right. Not even to give too much shine on the event that wasn't but let's just start there man is there a more useless event what's more useless both of you guys what do you think is more useless the pro bowl and just from a viewing standpoint because i know the pro bowl pulls in ratings but from a viewing standpoint what would you least rather watch the pro bowl with their non-tackling or what you saw last night in that dunk contest where you can dunk it 38 times
0: sean what do you got I say, give me the dunk contest, just on the off chance that we get a good one. There's basically no scenario where we get a good Pro Bowl. Like, yeah. what, think about the best Pro Bowls of all time. Like, <laughs> they don't exist. At least every once in a while, you'll get an Aaron. Uh, well, Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine.
2: Sean Taylor versus punter.
3: Yeah, that, that that was, that's what I like. That's what went in my mind. I'll take the. I'll <laughs> Who take won the that Pro game? <laughs> yeah, no, but nobody knows. Nobody. I don't even think they recorded the final score. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, let's call it good. Yeah,
0: good game. We're good. <laughs> all right, good game, everyone. Yeah. One, two, three, Cancun.
3: Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, I, I'll take the Pro Bowl, but this is the you know neither option is good. I just, I mean, the dunk contest isn't even a game, you know, and the fact that it, it's just boring to me, and and. It's not the you know back in the day it'd be Michael Jordan and the best players in the league participating the best of the best yeah the best. like Carter. LeBron has never participated so I'm just I I'm, I haven't watched the dunk contest in twenty years what's crazy is though you think that when,
2: with a high pick like Jalen Green when he says man I'm gonna you know they're gonna put him in the dunk contest it, it would bring people didn't even realize that it was Jalen Green in there oh like oh they they put the young guy in there that's pretty cool mm-hmm. imagine if it would have been like a, a Morant. Or a or a Zion whenever he first came. Whenever they're throwing out big names like that, but they're just not. Not to say Green's not a big name rocket fan. Calm down. I'm just saying that he's not a household name yet. And up they what they threw Obi Toppin back in there, which is a fan favorite. Which I that's who I bet on at plus two hundred. It was easy money to me. But at the same time, like in the final round, the guy that went up against Obi Toppin, he scored a forty. <laughs> it was like. The the announcer was just like, hey, don't mess this up. Just make a dunk and you're out of here. Clyde Drexler looked over at one point and you could read his lips and he said, is it time to call our Uber yet? That's how bad it's gotten. I like remember back in the day when we grew up the celebrity games, it was the rock and jock. Yeah, you you would have like Coolio out there trying to cross up, you know, with Dan Cortez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you would just have Downtown Julie Brown yeah. out there playing shooting on Queen Latifah. <laughs> That's the kind of games I'm trying to watch. Now you don't get that. We did see the uh, Peloton guy. He won uh, the celebrity <laughs> MVP. The
0: the celebrity game is. Br- I was in here while it was on and it was on and i was just watching the introductions with dell and we were both like for 85 percent of the introductions we're like who is this person (laughs) how would they get on here
2: yeah that's where we are now and it it just doesn't have the star power i think at one point you run out of time uh, out of ideas to to dunk you've seen it all you saw once you start seeing boys pull out a car Yep. Like, man, you're just going to dunk over a Kia? Okay. And you saw Dwight Howard come out of a phone booth. Last night, uh, what Anthony came out with some Timberlands <laughs> You know how hard it is? You know how much of a, a, a Timberland boot weighs? He came out with, I don't even know if he tied him up. <laughs> he, came, he looked like a duck billed platypus out there. He just, he kept missing, and, he, and you could hear him. Uh uh-uh, uh. He couldn't get up high enough. Like, All right, where are we going with this? I mean, we saw, we saw, uh, what it was, the green also from here, from Houston, with the cupcake on the on the on the rim. Remember mm. blowing it out. Yeah. At what point do we run out of things to do? Jumping over people—that's not that cool
3: anymore. Yeah, I mean, you he brought up the props have been done with the cars,
2: putting on like the hometown person's jersey,
3: like eh, yes. blindfold. We've seen the guys blindfolded before, right?
2: Yesterday, yeah, J- yesterday, Jalen Green comes out with the with the NFT for all. Okay, so he's trying to be sold. you're so two K twenty two. Cool, man. He comes out with an NFT on his chain. The best comment of the night. Somebody put NFT nine effing times that he got to dunk. <laughs> Nine times. Nine times that he got to try to dunk this damn thing. That guy right there won the comment of the night. But this is where we are now. This is the entertainment. I'm glad they didn't have Kevin Hart on there because he is the most annoying Knowing guy on there and he made it to where i I definitely didn't want to tune in but yesterday the 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 girl that they had i forget her name and i'm sorry don't mean to disrespect her for not knowing her name but she asked just the most like one team uh they had the skills challenge one team uh they asked oh no 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 after the three-point contest one of them goes off they asked ray allen hey do you think you could have done something like that like he's gonna say no he's like I mean, I definitely think I could have. It was just uncomfortable. She asked him that one question, and it was like, all right, that was Ray Allen. Ray Allen.
0: It was about, like, taking logo threes. And he was like, well, we didn't really do it back in my day, but I probably could.
2: Then the skills challenge, check this out. They added rules to everything, like the three-point contest. They added, remember before, it was just the racks. Now there's a green ball in between them that's worth more. They try to change everything.
3: That is like rock and jock, right? Yeah. Where, Where you'd get the softball that's worth, like, eight runs. Remember that? yeah same idea you
2: The Mountain Dew that. Yeah, that's what it was yeah. the mountain dew ball rock and jock for all the old school heads if y'all gonna it, it was a like there goes jenny mccarthy on the seven pointer i'm like yeah, yeah. she's a, like a nine in my book in the 90s <laughs>
3: and singled out man that was prime singled jenny mccarthy
2: out. i grew up during yeah. singled out that and uh mtv spring break mm-hmm. i learned a lot <laughs> with ed lover and dr trey on there if you old school heads remember yeah. when it was spring break and your parents were gone you were glued to that MTV, just just growing up way too fast. Like, damn, I can't wait to go to Daytona Beach. I don't even know where that is, but I'm gonna be I'm there. I'm gonna get there. They'd yeah. be doing those dating games in their bikinis, Every, and oh, oh man, it was going down. I remember the first time they brought Carmen Electra out there, yeah. and it was like lit playing or something. Yeah. I, it was like a yeah, it was like a memorable moment in life. She came out there, and it was like, oh god, Carmen Electra. Growing up back
3: then was. Was pretty cool. It was. Remember when Limp Biscuit showed up and played it? (laughs) That's when like corn and Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock were like at
2: their peak. (laughs) At their peak peak. But I even saw one where they had Skeeter. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish mm-hmm. I was a baller. He was out there doing it. He was the intro to the and Jock, the one I looked up. And the first guy that come out, it was like, Coolio! He came out, and it was a bunch of... It was Bill Bellamy was in there. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Bill Bellamy. <laughs> he was always involved in this stuff. And, and, and now, now you see where we are, though. Now we're looking at Machine Gun Kelly and, and the Peloton guy. and
3: <laughs> Look at what MTV is now. It's like... You know, teen pregnancy shows. and It's,
2: it's a bunch of drama. Yeah, you get is. on there, it's drama. It's drama and, and, and
3: Jersey Shore reunions. Yeah, and like reruns of old 90s movies. <laughs> MTV didn't used to be like that. I know. They used to do stuff. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead
2: was on there. Mm-hmm. MTV was, was, they actually played music videos. Used to
3: be good, yeah. And now all of a sudden it just turned commercialized. And this is where we are now. Kind of like the 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 all-star games and the the dunk contests all commercialized and and not good anymore. And those ticket prices have not gone down
2: throughout the years. To go to a dunk contest uh to I mean I, we went to the one in Dallas that's how long I've been dated uh to, so that was maybe like what 9 years ago I went and I looked at the prices now and they're still it's going to cost you a good 300 350 to get in the building up top up for top rip for, off. <laughs>
3: for
1: for for that
2: to watch the Taco Bell skills challenge Talk about Skills Challenge, they added, to change it up, they added, like, moving targets to where, like, they had to pass it through, and they were, like, doing the, okay. You know how they settled this thing? First off, the rookies, the rookies were minus 150, so they made a group of rookies. Then they made a group of the Cavs players, and then they made a group of the the Giannis brothers, the Adetinkupos, all three of them on there. I can't believe I just said that right. I was nervous, yeah. like like I was heated up. Like do I, I do I, I go with? I could
0: feel you? the the stutter steps as you're <laughs> running yo, up. Yo,
2: I'm feeling it's gonna be a damn good day. Either way, that felt good. Um, <laughs> they had those three guys on the team. The very last thing to determine who win it was all three players start taking court, uh, half court shots, and then they time it how fast it goes in. Imagine if you—I didn't know that. So you would bet your—you put minus one fifty on the favorites, and then it's like all of them just start throwing half-court shots. Me, it goes in eight seconds. All right, stand aside. Can y'all beat that? First dude, the shot—it was a first shot, and then the second guy, his first shot, boom, goes in. Game over. They win. It's like, what the hell is going on out here? Anthony Towns, Car Anthony Towns at twelve to one. He's the best. He, he's got the fourth best three-point shooting percentage right now. He wins it at twelve to one. It's just—it's a mess. And I was caught right in the middle of it.
3: I mean, I guess you have to get a little money on it to make that thing interesting. So I get it. It's man, it's bad. You know, the, the All Star Game's bad. The, the Pro Bowl stinks. Even MLB's All Star Game is, is which not is the really worst. Good. God, I. Uh, I mean, it's a tie for the NBA and the NFL. I mean, they're both. Awful. The
2: only thing that makes the NBA a little bit better is because you get like the three point contest. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: then it, it's like, hey, Curry, you can't participate. You can't participate anymore, bro. Like, let somebody else win. No, at this point, it would have been cool. Like, man, let's see how many he could just keep winning in a row. Yeah, why not? If, this, if Curry's not in the three point contest. If Clay's
3: not in a three-point contest, then it's not a three-point contest. Yeah, and, and same way with the dunks. If it's a bunch of guys you've never heard of, then it's not, it's a, dunk not contest. a dunk contest.
2: This is an exhibition. Goodness, yeah, seven one three seven three seven seven.
3: This is life after football, guys. This is what this we're where left we are. to talk about.
2: But there's a rumor that Watson wants to hook up with Flores. What? And Flores got a new job, and I'm going to tell you about that next.
1: ESPN 975. Please come is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on
0: ESPN
1: 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bo and Josh Jordan. And it's a good morning. Shout out to everyone
2: that rides with Bo. Byron just brought it home. Four goals in one half for us to smash the, an over uh, team total max. And then I gave an over at halftime, knowing that Bayern was down, knowing that their backs are against the wall, knowing that they need to go ahead and show out, and they score the four goals, and we hit another max. Shout out to everyone, and on top of that, whether it's Germany, whether it's Spain, Barcelona, both teams are scoring that hit. So if you're wondering what to do with your life now that football's gone, you need to go to JerryBowSports.com. That's where you can find all my work, at JerryBowSports on Twitter. And I mean, my people will tell you right now in this Twitch chat, wherever you got to go, that we're still eating. You know, I can't stop. Uh, gam- this is how I eat, you know, gam- gambling. I'm a gambler first and I do radio second. I eat off of gambling. Literally, I mean, that's how I eat. So I can't stop gambling because football stops. Football keeps going and basketball and everything in between. I'm am a I'm a degenerate at heart. But this is what I do for a living. I've done this for, people will tell you that knows me. I'm going probably about 15, 16 years now. Never really had a a real job over maybe six months in my life. Other than that, it's been gambling, hustling. It's not been all good. It's been a lot of bads. I'll tell you that much. If someone tells you, man, they've been gambling for over a, a decade and they never had bads, then run the other way. But I can tell you this. That if you see certain instances and and you see it and you feel it and you hear it, hearing overreactions, when you see it, you see the overreactions. And when you feel it, feeling the moment and the chance to get your bets in, if you throw those senses in, I promise you, you can become a a really good gambler in life and... That's what we do here. With me and Josh, when we bring you our football census, this dude plays fantasy football more than anyone. When we started this, Josh would have multiple teams, and we'd get into it. That's why I feel that we bring the perspective that we bring you, people that actually do it and do it well. So welcome into Moneyline. That's Josh Jordan. I'm Jerry Bowen. That's Sean Mapes. And this is what we do every single Sunday, whether we have
3: football or not. No doubt about it, man. And speaking of football, you did a little tease there before the break. Deshaun, Brian Flores. So what's going on here, Jerry?
2: Brian Flores has found himself a job on the staff, on the Pittsburgh Steelers staff. Not the job that he was wanting, not a head coach. But He's going to be a defensive assistant, DB, linebacker coach. First, let's start there before I even just keep going. Do you think that that's kind of a too much of a step down for him?
3: I mean, if it's that or nothing. But you sue the NFL, you kind of have to take what you can get. You were going for the manager's job at Sam's.
2: And then you started whatever you did. You started throwing, saying racist about the the company of Sam, uh, you know Sam's as a company, whatnot. You think they're gonna hire you? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, let's be real here. And that, I'm not just throwing at Sam's. I'm like X ex, ex company, not just throwing trying to throw anyone. Else. I'm saying whatever company it is out there that you're trying to get a job to, you go and say something, and then you're and you're suing them, <laughs> and I'm taking you to court. But I want my job. It's tough. It's tough. Now, don't get me wrong. Not just the NFL. Now, every team could have made their individual decision. But you know how that goes. Now, yes, the Steelers got a black head coach. Maybe that helped out. Maybe, you you know, they got connection. They talk all the time. Flores is talking about how much he admires Mike Tomlin. So maybe there was a connection there somehow. It just sucks, man, from coming from a a, a, co- a guy that could have got a coaching job, deserves a coaching job, uh, turned the Miami team around after, even when they were trying to tell him not to win games, and then now he finds himself as an assistant, not even like a coordinator. Like That's what I was thinking. Whenever they said, I said, dang, we got him as a coordinator? We're moving around
3: chips? I click it. It's an assistant. I mean – you got to be pretty pumped as a Steelers fan. That's a oh, good hire. Oh, it's a yeah. win! It's yeah. a
2: win to have him in house. That's a complete win. And just the way he is, he's a no nonsense guy, and that's that's the way the Steelers try to have it. They, I mean, it's not worked that well in the in the last few years, but it seems like now that Big Ben's gone, we're past the juju days, and it seems like okay, let's go back to this non non uh, no nonsense type of feel in the locker room and franchise. I'm just not sure what to happen here I mean for sure to win for us, you know that if a if a if a badass manager loses a job at one company and then he comes to your company there's no management positions he's on the team you're not management, but you're team leader you're like Man, that's a hell of a team leader. that guy used to run his own company
3: what What do you make of the Deshaun and Flores are going to end up, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, Deshaun's going to the Steelers now. It's, I mean, we know from that report from Jordan Schultz about how Flores and Watson had been communicating and wanted to end up at the same team, and then he came out and debunked his own report and said they didn't even have each other's phone numbers. Like, what do we make of all
2: this? I don't know. First, I don't know what the infatuation is for the Houston fans still with, with Watson. They're still in that camp... Whenever Flores was interviewing here, they were still in the camp of, well, if you get Flores, then maybe Watson. Uh-huh. I had to close my computer and open it back up. Just let's close this and, and pretend I didn't see that. First off, that's where we are. Okay, let's get past that. Now you're still with the uh, before it was, man, maybe if Flores goes to the Giants, you can see Watson in the Big Apple. Man, let's stop with all this. It's got to be a lot of things to match. First off, the team that was going to take a chance on Flores. Then they're going to have to gamble again and take another chance on Watson. Then you got a Watson. I'm not saying he's not ultra talented. Don't let me be up here and be stupid. I'm not. But you're still putting so much into it that it's automatically going to work for a guy that had four wins in this last season. It just, To me, it's like, let's pump the brakes and let's see what happens with Watson before. Before we start painting him to a coach and say, man, that they could lead the team to a franchise, uh, to, to a Super Bowl. Uh,
3: I don't know about all that. Yeah, I, I don't either. But we do know that, you know, the depositions coming up in a few days where, you know, Watson's going to have to talk about this stuff. And I was wondering if maybe that would push Watson to want to settle these cases. But we have to remember, I think there's like 10 criminal complaints. So even if Deshaun wants to settle these the other party has to want to settle it too. So if if they don't want to settle it, there's nothing Deshaun can do about it. You know what I mean? Which means that it's going to be tough for the Texans to trade him.
2: He misplayed his hand. I'm not saying that you hiding this would have been good for the 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 people that are you know the accusers. I'm not saying that that's the right way to. But I'm for him for his own good. You know he had a window where he could have settled this. And before that, he took it, there's there's many times that things get settled that we never even hear about. And we're going to talk about that. There's something going on with the Dallas Cowboys organization right now that's going to get swept under the rug that's big time. We're not going to hear about it, though. Same thing with this. Watson could have done the same. And there's someone out there right now that's shaking in their their cleats right now because they're probably in that position, and they're going to try to pay to get out of it so it never gets. That's just the life we live in. Hey, you know. A little non disclosure agreement and on to the next. And that's what Watson found himself not doing. And, and now he found this. And one, once all it takes was that one person going public or two, it happens with everything. You saw like when, when accusers start going like that, Bill Cosby or something, you know? As soon as one came, they here they all come. It, mm-hmm. it gives get, it initiative to the other say, you know what? This is a chance for me to come forward and put the light on it. This is where we are now. I'm tired of talking about. Watson, I'm t- being in Houston. I'm ready to get him to let's get him to wherever his destination needs to go. I forgot who called and said let's put him on a Greyhound.
3: Yeah, let's do. It. But and I'm sure Deshaun's ready to move on too. Yeah, but, you know I, I'm sure. You know who's not though? The accusers. No, I mean they're just finally getting their moment here. So. That's what really worries me because the Texans said they would like to get him traded by mid march like around when the new league year starts, free agency starts you know around March fifteenth March sixteenth How are they going to do that I, I I just don't you know i I don't see it happening i I thought for a while we might see a little movement and it would get done but i I think and here's the other thing the Texans are in trouble with, man is that what's he going to be 35 million against their cap this year? He was like only 10 million last year. They could fade that. But you you can't fade 35 40 million dollars and don't forget this. Deshaun's deal for next season gets locked in here in March. So <laughs> like, like, whoa, I, whoa. Uh, yeah yeah, I'm saying for 2023 Deshaun's contract gets guaranteed <sighs> in just a few weeks. So that's something that the Texans they know is coming too.
2: It's like you're out there right now and you have this girlfriend coming up on Valentine's Day, and you say, man, if I let it get to Valentine's Day, a.k.a. the contract that he, they're going to have to repay Watson, then I'm that I'm pot committed. Yep. If I buy her a good gift or, like, say you had a, a trip planned, you know, a cruise, mm-hmm. money's already paid, you can't get your money back. So you, at this point, he's like, man, do I make the commitment? Do I just break it off and say, you know what, you go on the cruise with someone else, I'm just... I'm done. At what point do you cut the the strings to this commitment? Because it just keeps piling on. You saw it, it was a spit in the face last offseason when he was out there working as on the defense. They were putting him out there with just random things. Mm-hmm. Obviously not tackling, but just to have a body out there. <laughs> just like Scout
3: hey, team. Yeah.
2: Scout team. Hey, get out there and just stand out there for a second. That's that's Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. That's Deshaun Watson. That's your salary cap, too. And that's the one that left you, Houston fans, stabbed you in the back. Which, in this next segment here, let this marinate during this next commercial break, who would it hurt most, or, or, or who would make your feelings hurt the most winning a title? Would it be James Harden on his new team, 76ers? Or would it be Watson going somewhere and winning the title. Which one hurts your feeling the most? I want to know. 713-780-3776. Let's get this going. Call the show. Text us, tweet us, whatever you want to do. It's Moneyline on a footballless Sunday.
1: We'll be back. ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back after this break. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on
0: ESPN
1: 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
2: It's just like candy, like the song says. It's like taking candy from a baby whenever you ride with Moneyline. That's how you get those Bayern bets. That's how you get the over. And that's how you get this next bet I'm about to get you. I'm feeling good. I'm in the zone. Inner Sassuolo. That's in Italy, Serie A. I think that the both teams are going to score, and I think it goes over two and a half goals. I think there's goals all over that. If you're familiar with Sassuolo, that's what they do. They score, but they give up goals in bunches. Get that in. The game starts in 15 minutes. Italy, Syria, A, Inter, Sassuolo. Both teams to score in over two and a half. There you have it.
3: Right before the break, you did a little tease. What would hurt Houston fan more, seeing James Harden Win a championship with the Seventy Sixers, or seeing Deshaun go to another team and win a Super Bowl. That's a. We said the uh, the responses were kind of split on Twitch, right? Yeah. And, and on Twitter, I mean, for me, it probably I'm more of a football guy, so it probably hurt me more with Deshaun doing it than uh, than with James. So I'll lean that way. How about you, Sean? Because Chuck D says Harden. Asymmetric Wrist, Shout out to
2: Asymmetric Risk for checking in. Thanks for checking in on the show and during the week. Watson would hurt more, I think. So we got conflicting things. Dr. Dre, the doctor's in the house. Thank you, doctor. W- which one would
0: hurt your feelings the most? For me, for me, it would be Deshaun uh, because when you draft one of these franchise quarterbacks and you hit on him, he's a top five quarterback in the league. You you pencil him in for the next fifteen years of your life as a as a football fan and uh, we know in the NBA that even if you draft these guys that that end up to be superstars you have them for like seven years if you draft them they signed the second contract and with Harden's situation in Houston that team is kind of coming to its logical end if you look at that 2020 roster there's no one really that's killing it in, in the league anymore maybe PJ Tucker is about the only one who found new life uh in Milwaukee and now in Miami but uh, Deshaun is still what 25 26 years old he still has a decade plus left in the league of prime football that you're losing out on it makes a lot of sense
3: yeah and I think Deshaun is the first franchise quarterback the Texans have ever had
0: you know job disrespect yeah I'm sorry Matt was <laughs> three years yeah electric.
3: I mean you're Andy Dalton on steroids essentially Matt shop uh so for them to actually finally get a franchise quarterback. And, you know, the Rockets have won championships. You know, so as a Houston basketball fan, you've you've seen the Rockets win championships. You've never seen the Texans win anything.
2: Dr. Dre says it's definitely Harden. Harden has been here longer. A lot more time invested. And look at the players Harden ran through, like a set of dirty draws.
3: Yeah, but speaking of dirty draws... Watson's got that stain on him as well. <laughs> yeah, don't,
0: don't say Watson and dirty draws in the same
2: sentence. Yeah. I spoke about this earlier this week. And many said, well, Harden because he quit. Mm. But I think that we tend to forget now it's easy to forget because now there's a bigger objective to have for, for Watson to have to get back on the field. He quit, too. He, let's, yeah. let's not forget that he didn't want to play here. He quit,
0: too. Three months or however many months after signing an extension saying I want to retire a Texan. With a At- no
3: trade clause.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> after signing a contract with tears. You know, have you ever cried on something and you wipe it off? He he, he 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 cried on the dotted line and signed it. Houston, I love you. Number four. And then he didn't love them. And he was drapping, uh, dropping, uh, dropping rap lyrics that we had to decipher. And then he—he was never. It was like, okay, well, now that I know you got in trouble, I know you want to come back. It's the girlfriend that cheated. Like, man, you can give her a chance. All right, I'm gonna give her a chance. She did stuff. (laughs) You open the door. You're like, you ready to come back? She's like, no, I'm just here to pick up my charger. Mm -hmm. You're like, your charger? I thought nobody wants you now. Everyone knows you're a cheater. Like what? Anybody but you. And you Ouch. don't give her the charge. You close the door. Don't give her the charger back. Mm-hmm. This That's is a, a very personal story. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very specific. Very, I have not been in this. <laughs> this
2: is what's happening within this city right now. And this is where he left you. He left you out to hang. Now, what did Harden do? Didn't show up to camp. He was out there trying to make babies with little baby. Caught COVID. Fat suit. Came, showed up with a fat suit, right? I I almost respect the fat suit. Yeah. (laughs) Then after all this, check this out. Look at the the scenario I first gave you, right? Showed up at the apartment. You gave her nothing. This fool did the same thing. And when after all this, you offered to buy her a car in, in the form of the Rockets saying, we'll give you the biggest extension ever. In the middle of all that going on, the Rockets still went to James Harden, knowing that there was beef in the air and said, you know what? We'll give you an extension right now. As she cheated and she showed back up looking for the charger, and you said, man, I'll I'll give you that car outside. You see those wheels outside? How do those look? You just throw her the keys. Take it out for a spin. Well, when you threw the keys,
0: Harden just crossed his arms and said, I don't want them. Get me to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Deshaun took the keys, went for a joyride, and was like, all right, now get me out of here. He took the keys and went to Massage Envy.
2: (laughs) I don't don't even know where to go with this. But you see, it's not as easy as just saying, man, I hate him. I like how Josh says he's more attached emotionally to the Texans. So that's why. But if you put these two uh, former Houston superstars, think about that. There was a time in life where you had those guys, you had the, the, the Astros playing good. Think about what was your life like during that time? Don't get me wrong. Harden, it was still of Can he make it happen in the big game or not? Mm-hmm. But he was still up in the MVP run all the time. They were still at least, they were getting single season,
3: uh, uh, you know, win records. Yep. Daryl Morey was calling him the, the best offensive player in the history of basketball. And then now look where it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't know if what's going to happen with Carlitos. <laughs> I'm like, is Houston built <laughs> on an Indian burial ground? Like, look what's happened to the Texans, the Rockets, and the Astros. We're stuck with the NFT King last night. Yep.
2: And all we got to look forward to is Cougar basketball. Ugh.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. And Cougar football going to the Big 12 in a couple of years. Yay. <laughs> they ended the game at the end of the year on like an 11 game win streak. This way you start the slow. Clap. Won the Bourbon Campbell. Yes.
2: Your boy invites you to the wedding that he didn't, you don't even like the girl he's going to get married to. And he's like, hey, my best man, do you have anything to say? You just look with the smirk. <laughs> Good food. <laughs>
3: You just get hammered before the toast.
2: You give her the good game. You yeah. just kind of give her the punch to the shoulder. Good game, girl. And you just walk off. That's what this is. Stay solid. <laughs> That's where we are right now. As a city, we, we're we lost. We're lost looking for a direction. Hopefully in that the direction that we've been riding for the last few years in the form of the Astros. That's a, all we got. In the form of the Astros. Yep. I don't know what's going to happen with that either.
3: No, no. But, but hey, at least they're coming off being in the World Series. You know, yeah, what you I know mean? they're going to be good. <laughs> yeah, <at least>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, at least they do stuff. Yeah, they do stuff. The, the other teams, they don't do stuff. No, and they make your life much
0: much. Or, no, worse. the stuff they do is bad. They yeah. do bad stuff. Yeah, they <laughs> they steal from you. They, <laughs> they take your credit steal card. Joy. Yeah, yeah,
3: steal joy. Steal. You got loose change. That's gone every time you come home. Moment. like, where did that go? They get between you and your
2: family. Think yep. about when they blew that lead to the Chiefs, how pissed off you were. You left the room. You came back. Wife came in to say, you shut the – get out of here. Kid came in, daddy, can we play? We ain't playing nothing. We had it. And then this year, how many times were you trying to enjoy – The Blair Witch Project, a.k.a. the David Cully Project. And how many times did the analytics get in the way and you're just like, damn it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Why me? How many times did you think? How many times did you look at the Cushing jersey and smell it? The Hopkins. I remember you, boy. What? You remember him bleeding from the skull? He was he was. You remember the Watt cat? You told your son, hey, you lined up with the 99 jersey, and you said, throw it to me. You, re- you reenacted the Watt cat. And look what we have now. There, there was a time where-, where Watt was in this end zone, miles from here, doing the nay-nay. What
3: happened? Seems like a lifetime ago. What happened to yeah. us, Josh? You know what happened. Texans ownership happened. Bill O'Brien happened. Deshaun getting massages happened. Do we got a violin anywhere? Yeah, I know. It, it feels like it, right? And, you know, with the Rockets, they're rebuilding, and it's going to be a boring brand of basketball for a while. It's, you know, Jalen Green's not exactly looking like that incredible rookie pick. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to take him a while. He's young, but that that's the point. I mean, to me, the Rockets are almost unwatchable. Uh, the Texans are like that. It, it's... Thank God for the Astros. But look, we get screwed again, Jerry. We're talking about all we have is the Astros. And what do we get? A lockout. (laughs) We don't even get that.
2: There's drafts. Like, as a Houston fan, you have to go through drafts. Like, finally, when you got rid of Bill O'Brien, you're like, all right, good times are here. Yep. And then you go to a draft, not even with a draft pick. And then all of a sudden, it's like the Texans traded up. You're like, yeah. What? You remember that Whenever you like, trade it up You're like Who, who? What you like Davis Mills like, Who mm-hmm. You look at your son Your son's like Yeah Is that who you wanted daddy Not really Sure <laughs> <laughs> Not really He'll do <laughs> Like Lamont yeah. says As a Houston fan I feel like Bob At the end of La Bomba When Richie died yeah. This one's for you Lamont How did you feel Throughout this season, I know that... Let's not even talk about this season because I feel like this season in particular, uh, Houston fans emotionally detached themselves. Mm-hmm. But to be where you were for a while there, to have... Man, when you had Watson, uh, uh, Watson and Hopkins, you knew like... Like, man, they, I got years of this. Anything's possible with these guys. Yep. Yeah. You, you you got it. You had the, the prize possession girl. You walked around and then... Here came her dad, Bill O'Brien, talking about there will be no baby mama drama in the locker room.
3: Get Get out of here. here.
2: Yeah. Like, let Hopkins be. And then, after all this is done, Watson just turns around and does this like this. Mm -hmm. I just don't even know. We had to give him the mama treatment. RIP to good times in this city that we had. Hopefully they're coming back soon. Not in the form of dunk contests or dunk wins?
3: What are they coming? What are we looking for? God, our bright shining light is Nick Casario actually getting some draft picks right. That is what we have to look forward to, people. What are you looking forward to, Sean Mates,
2: (laughs) for this
0: city as a fan? Alprun-Singun (laughs) post-ups? Ooh. In in 16-point losses? Yes. Goodness. Look at those passes. I'm looking forward to Rex Burkhead (laughs) diving into the line for 2.1 yards per carry. I'm
2: going to get Rex Burkhead off of fantasy football waiver because ain't nobody drafting. And then I'm going to sneak up all you haters. And that's what's going to happen. That's
3: what we got to look forward to. And we do have a little fantasy football talk. Uh, We'll get to that in the next hour.
1: But for now, it comes to an end.
3: I miss you, football.
1: We'll be back. It's moneyline. Stay up to date with the latest innovations hitting the city of Houston by visiting innovationmap.com or follow them on any of your social media platforms. Just search innovation map.